Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. So looking more at uh, Elmo's tweet, you know what is one of the more uh, embarrassing parts of reading the replies? Not embarrassing, but depressing hmm. is the brands that have responded to Elmo. Like T-Pain? No, just like brands, like, uh, you know, businesses. Oh, okay. Mm. I mean, everybody wants to get involved in what was probably a feel-good moment yesterday, though, with uh, someone just kind of checking in and seeing how it works. Yeah, but some of the replies were exactly good. That's that's why I said depressing. (laughs) (laughs) I need to pull this back up here. What my biggest takeaway from this is we're all not doing very well. Well, yeah. (laughs) Very few of us are. It's just January. It is. Come on. We're, you know, we're we're still in first month of quarter one. So Super Bowl forty. Or 48. Super Bowl 58. I like the scene. Uh, will be on a week from this Sunday in Las Vegas, where the Kansas City Chiefs will take on the San Francisco 49ers. There's a couple of wild nuggets about this. You guys tell me which is crazier. One, that since 2010, the first round quarterbacks, first round drafted quarterbacks, and the pool is 43, only four have made it to the Super Bowl. That is crazy. Since 2010. Cam Newton, Jared Goff, Pat Mahomes, and Joe Burrow. Only four of the 43 first-round quarterbacks since 2010. Mm. Or is this one? So with the Chiefs and the Niners playing, and Randy Gregory's going to be in the Super Bowl, so yeah. there'll at least be a Nebraska rep. This will continue an incredible streak of no Alabama players on an active roster of either team, so that means this streak continues, that no player who finished college at Alabama has scored a point in a Super Bowl. Wow. Players from 143 other colleges, from Coast Guard to Miami, have scored in the Super Bowl. Atlanta, or Alabama, has never had a player that has scored in the Super Bowl. Did you say wow. Coast Guard? Yes, Coast Guard had one point. Wow. Get them. On That's got to be non-con. it. That's got to be it. That's crazy. That is a wild, wild. Holy stack. smokes! They're falling apart. Yep. Saving got out at the right time. Wow. Yeah. That that is. It just means less. Wow. Never in the history of the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. Yeah, that would have to be it. Pretty first good thirty minutes, isn't it? Between Elmo and this, <laughs> I would say I would say that's not even like close to the quarterback part of it either. Like that's that's insane. Yep. Holy smokes! So has actually been in the end zone because remember Jalen Hurts didn't finish his career at Alabama, right? But it has been so. There've been you know there've been quarterbacks from Alabama that played in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but nobody that has actually scored like ran the ball into the end zone. Right? They've thrown the ball into the end zone. But not scored. Now, I think this is also another a nugget. Um, I don't think a USC quarterback has ever taken a snap in the Super Bowl mm. until Brock Purdy goes down and Sam Darnold has to come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm just kind of racking my brain now, thinking of the 
obviously Leinart was never in one. Carson Palmer. Todd Marinovich was not in one. <laughs> no, he was not. <laughs> Tragic. Matt Leinart. Yeah. Um, yeah, it hasn't happened. No. So wow. what this whole the stat basically tells you, Coast Guard greater than Alabama. Mm-hmm. It is. Pure and simple. There you go. That's outstanding. All right. Good ball night last night. Did you guys watch some NBA? Uh, no, I watched, uh, which I kind of now regret, the Texas-Houston game last night. Now, why did you regret that? Uh, I didn't think it was a it great was basketball game. It was supposed to be game. good. Uh, the, shot, the shot selection at the end of yes. regulation was really, really poor. Thank you. But I will give credit to Calvin Sampson. It seems like he always assembles a team that's got six to seven guys that play 40 minutes, and they play like somebody stole something from them. Mm-hmm. They're, a, no, I, they're, they're, they're a terrible team to play against because they will run you into the ground. Yeah. Um, I didn't, They're yeah, abusive without really fouling, yeah, too, which is good. But, but uh, you know, I mean, Houston won the game, so they got the monster yep. matchup at Allen uh, Fieldhouse. Yep. Uh, college basketball, again, missed a great opportunity. Big Monday is no longer Big Monday. Nope. Uh, it was nice to see Teddy Valentine work in the Virginia Tech-Duke game. Yeah, I caught the end of that game and then rolled into... By the way... Um, but, the night, but the night was not... The night was all about the NBA. Yeah, the big matchups that were going on there. But, yes, I instead focused on... Just wanted to see a little bit more of Houston. And, uh, yeah. And Max Aismas, who was also very, very good. Um, but, yeah, that game just... it. Yeah, I'm glad you brought the shot selection there at the end because that was the one thing. I was like, what the hell? Are, what was what, what yeah. going on uh, here? The NBA was the dominant thing last night. How does, how does in the NBA... And I have league pass. and I, I was torn last night. So, my beam team played really well. Sabonis had a 20 and a 26. Now, they, they messed around in the first half. Uh and then they got rolling again, and they ended up winning the game. And they're on a nice little run here. So that's my West Coast team. My East Coast team is in trouble. So the Heat lost seven in a row. They got beat last night by the Suns. And it wasn't like the, the Heat were you know playing Quinn and Blount. I'm going off of guys because I. that's when I first started following the Heat when they were in the midst of that seven-game losing streak. They had an eight-game losing streak 20 years ago. So they looked really, really bad. But how, can someone explain to me, because I love the NBA last night, uh, the Ant-Man, Timberwolves, man, it's great to have him back. Kevin Garnett, come back into the family. The T-Wolves are fun to watch, and they were playing Oklahoma City last night, and the Ant-Man went crazy. But how does, for the third straight time, Milwaukee and Denver play, and the game is not on national TV? Yeah. You had Giannis and Jokic, who both played last night, and it was a highly entertaining game that Denver won, and... Jokic was 26, 15, and 9. That game, for the third straight time, was not on national TV. If you had the league pass, you could watch it. And, of course, we don't, we don't get the Nuggets games here. We mm-hmm. either get the Timberwolves or the Thunder. But how was that game not on national TV? Two of the greatest players on the planet going against each other, two of the more recent world champion teams, and we can't get it on national TV. Is it because it's Milwaukee and Denver markets? And then they wonder why the ratings are down in June. It's because you should be showing these teams. Let people see them, discover them. It's because Big them. Monday, guys. Still Monday night belongs college basketball. No, it's it's a great question because when I was seeing some of the highlights this morning, too, I was seeing the amount of, of Bally graphics. I'm like, wait a minute. Why are these not games that are nationally available right now? Too? Bally, that nobody's yeah. watching. Yes, no, I, exactly. I, you know, we, we did this last year with the NBA Finals with Denver and Miami. Two markets. Ah, I'm not going to pay attention. Two teams, ah, it's not the Lakers. I tell you did. what, tell you what, you don't want the Lakers right now. They were abysmal last night. They gave up 78 in the first half to the Rockets. Darvin Ham, indeed.com is probably where <laughs> you need to go today. You, uh, the, you, you've lost LeBron. I watched I watched them try and interact on the bench last night. Um, yeah, Darvin Ham, 
Thanks for your time. Please pick up your uh, belongings and head out of the formerly known as the Staples Center. But in small markets where the NBA wants the big markets and they want stars, they have a star who is in a large city and they haven't been good, but they're really good because now they're back atop the West. I want to know when America is going to embrace the Ant-Man because Anthony Edwards last night, he had a flush that was impressive. He has been good all season long. But probably his dunk late in the game, and you also had uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander in the game who had 37. It was a mm-hmm. it was a great great game. Is the Ant Man who is absolutely hilarious, and he plays in Minnesota. After the game, his little uh, his little rift on the uh, officials. Oh which, yeah, where well, he said he'll take the fine and he doesn't care because they weren't getting any calls. Yeah, yeah. well he's paid well. Yeah, so. yeah. That's I, I always appreciate people like you know when they are making a little bit of money though they can they can go ahead and say that. But I mean, still saying it is saying it. Yeah, I don't know if it's about I, you can make some money so you can just say it. I think he is you know he, he look at his dunk. You saw well, his dunk I saw last the, night. The, the dunk and he, yeah, and, and as soon yeah. as he comes down, he's but, asking for the foul. But he'll, so he's he's going to be super popular with the kids because the kids like when athletes rip officials. Yeah, they, they like a little they defiance. They, they like a little that. defiance. And his, his interview was really, really funny. I'm wondering when the rest of the basketball world, if you have not already, will realize that there is something special happening with the Timberwolves. Where is Sam Cassell, Latrell Sprewell? <laughs> Where is uh, Sidney Lowe? Where's Pooh Richardson, Randy Brewer? Exactly. Now you're going back to the days of the yes. Metrodome. <laughs> Rest in peace, Bill Musselman. I did see uh, you know, Alex Rodriguez is part of the ownership group. He has been for a while, right? Uh, I think now technically they've gotten the full control, him and his partner. But they're trying to bring Kevin Garnett back into the fold. Well, they should. Well, there's some some scorched earth between Kevin Garnett and the Timberwolves. Mm. So I'm glad that they've put out a olive branch. But the Timberwolves are fun. Timberwolves are fun to watch. And I, I wonder how long before he becomes like a star or he will be limited because he plays in technically is looked at from NBA world as a small market, even though what, the Twin Cities are the 14th largest city in the country. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not as small as m- many people would think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like the the whole Timberwolves thing, just from, uh, again, from someone who doesn't follow the NBA religiously too, but just knowing how that organization has been over the last decade. I- I'm a fan of, especially when I do f- just follow it casually, I am more of a fan of seeing organizations like that be able to have like the run of luck, like you know, Carl Anthony Townsend has been there for a while, but seeing like what what you're seeing Anthony Edwards do, and and all of the different pieces with Timberwolves basketball from the past that has just been kind of abysmal. I mean, going all the way back to like you know the Andrew Wiggins was supposed to like kind of jumpstart them, that never really happened either. It's, this is like this is a story that I can get behind. Ricky sure. Rubio was supposed to lead them to the promised land. <laughs> I do remember that. So was Stephon Marbury. <laughs> oh, hey, they've had a they've had a run of. Like some notable players. Chauncey, he started there. Fred Hoiberg? Yes. Yeah. And the office too. Assassin the office. NBA Live 01. Oh. But they, they, they are, they're real. I, will the NBA be able to handle if you have like Minnesota as a one seed oh. and Oklahoma City right there as yeah. another top yeah. seed? That's why you need to put them on TV. Those Otherwise, you can't complain markets. in the spring. Hey, Anthony Edwards is a star. Be big time. And he's, he's, He's great with interviews. He's great on the floor. I just he's one of those guys that I think needs a better stage. Like I don't want to see when 
Saturday night on ABC, it's always the Lakers and the Warriors. Always. Even if they're not playing, they play. I mean, NBA, take a chance. Showcase your young players that are in smaller markets. Show me more Thunder. Show me my beam team on national TV. Show me the Timberwolves. Again, that's what you have in the West compared to the East where most of the teams in the East that are good are the established teams that are already on TV, like the Celtics and the Sixers and, you know, the Heat, who are not one of the better teams. The People get behind fun. It's like 1984 all over again. You get behind fun. T-Wolves look fun. OKC looks fun. And again, maybe it's because they're more modest markets and you do have less attention on them. But I'm telling you, this is, again, for the, for the casual sports fan that starts to really check in there towards the end of the regular season. You're saying if you're looking for a team, these are teams yes, you can absolutely. take a look at. Like, mm, absolutely. Them. Yes, yeah, the Bucks are probably not as an unknown as they used to be, but yeah, like even the Bucks, the Nuggets after last year too. Oh, I could tell these last great night stories. I watched Doc's post game press conference. I could tell why ESPN hired him. <laughs> well, he was concise in his comments after that game. Whew. man, his interview with ESPN to be back on TV must have just blown him away. <laughs> I don't know that guy keeps keeps falling up. Uh, Drunk Monk on uh, the stream, uh, your, the conversation about Big Bird on Twitter, he said, Big Bird's thick, bro. Yeah, eight foot two. No, no, he's not tall. No, no, height. no, that's not Oh, true. thick, well, yeah, yeah, that is that is true, too. Peach emoji. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. Big Bird's got some junk in the trunk. He's got the hips. Hips don't lie. Uh, Big Bird, uh, him or her? We don't know, I've, right? I don't know his pronouns. Neutral? I Yeah, must be. I they've It's never been specified. Always playing neutral site games, no home and away? Yeah. Okay. Probably. I did not know that. I don't want to... I, I have not followed Big Bird since I was a little kid, and I, don't, I know things change. I know. See, the the, the books that we've sure read to Reese uh, do not indicate, and I think a lot of these are more like books here that we've gotten in the last year or two. Yeah. They're not like old one hand-me-downs. So, yeah, and nothing indicates one or the other. So That's okay. Big Bird still can just be Big Bird. Bert yeah, why Ernie, can't he be? Bird and Ernie can be just be Bird and Ernie. Mm-hmm. A thing can live in a garbage can, and we can embrace it. Yeah. Don't overthink it. Uh, there's a guy yeah. related to Some things like cookies. Yeah just happens that way. All right, coming up on Thursday, and uh, Lincoln is a monster game for Nebraska. They play Wisconsin, who is now number six in the country and will be a ranked team in the top ten going on the road. So if you're watching uh, the Texas-Houston game last night, they flashed the graphic. This is an absolutely wild stat. This year in college basketball, when the top ten team goes on the road versus an unranked team, which that'll be the matchup on Thursday night, 22 and 27. Yep. That's a 45% win percentage by AP top 10 teams on the road against unranked teams. That's the scenario, like it was with Purdue in Nebraska. Mm -hmm. It will be the scenario on Thursday night. But Wisconsin is one of the rare teams. Well, now they're in the top 10. Uh, They they go from... I think they're sixth, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I said they were sixth. They went from, uh, were they just outside of the top 10 before uh, yesterday's poll yeah. came out? Um, so, But they're, they've been pretty good on the road. They've been exceptionally good on the road. And they've got two games this week. They have the monster game on Sunday against Purdue, which will be the battle for the Big Ten. And I hope everybody in Wisconsin just asks Greg Gard that the entire week. They don't bring up Nebraska <laughs> at all. They just keep pushing Purdue, push Purdue. And then Gard goes... I have to stop the press conference because we got to get on a plane because we got this game on Thursday you guys don't know about, but we're going to go and play Nebraska. I hope they just all talk about Purdue up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is a wild stat. A trap. So Nebraska is in a situation where uh, they got to win that basketball game. But will they have Jawan Gary? I thought we were going to see him last weekend. 
and not hearing much on the Juwan Gary front makes me a little nervous about that. From the standpoint of? That he won't play. So that, that the, I ca- find it that very, the calf is a little well, slow going right I now. find it very curious here. So we've gone from out, doubtful. John Rothstein tweets out yesterday that Juwan Gary is day-to-day. And there is we no doubt. Are. There is no doubt. In a, I mean, oh, the, the tweet was palpable. Uh, there is no doubt that Juwan Gary against a Wisconsin is a much-needed fella. Mm-hmm. Like, has to play. I mean, rebounding. Uh, he's one guy that holds on to the basketball. So he would be an important guy. And, and, and you would think that he was trending that way after Ohio State, that he was going to play at Maryland. Then on mm-hmm. Friday, he was, he was announced that he was out. So we know the you agree the importance of him oh, playing yeah. on Thursday. 100%. Did you find it curious that on Fred's radio show last night, he wasn't even asked about him? Okay, so... I, I, he's, he's one of the most important guys in that game, and everybody's wondering what's going on. Maybe I missed it, but I did not hear no. Fred get asked about Jawan Gary last night in his radio show, which I thought was very curious. Because usually, and you know how this goes, you've hosted those shows before, sometimes there can be a little discussion before of like, hey, by the way, if you could just not ask me about this or that, I'd appreciate it. And typically the host would abide by that. But if you are ever taking in texts or tweets or calls, that somebody would do that. I didn't hear anything on it, too. And again, that to me makes it feel like that makes me nervous that if there was no information, nothing, because I would think that Fred's usually it's, he's not one of those guys that I, I think is going to volunteer information if he doesn't feel like he has to. But I feel like well, he, he could have just said what he said to Rothstein, apparently, and just said day day to, day, and day to day would. But exactly. But not where, to, where have a, leave not to have a question asked. Yeah, that was weird. I'm very curious on why 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 there was Juwan Gary was not brought up, and that's why I wonder if that was something that was predetermined between host and coach. Yeah, I think it's probably something to uh, monitor over the next couple of days. If I I do not feel good about this matchup, and, and I've I've talked about it. I mean, just I think everybody has images of what happened in, in Madison, and I get it. That's that's a road game, and we know how Nebraska has looked on the road the way that Wisconsin shot. But if you are trying to hold serve at home the way that Nebraska has, and you're going up against this team, I, I just I don't see how you're successful without Juwan Gary. I don't see how Nebraska continues that home streak without Juwan Gary, given how important, especially with the issues they've had rebounding the basketball, both defensively and offensively. That's a huge part of it. And then just what he does to ignite you early in a game to kind of sort of set the tone as well. Don't know where Casey's head is right now either, so Juwan Gary's a big part in that as well. I just I can't see them winning without him. See what what the next couple of days. Fred doesn't speak until tomorrow. Now I'm sad. Yeah. Well, I don't think he'd be sad. I was just I, I would think you would bring him up just to check in, and there was no mention. Hmm. All right, six fifty four. Jimmy's got an update coming up uh, next. Sam McEwen in the next hour as well. And mornings with Sharp and Hanley on sixteen twenty The Zone. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes 
Only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 